0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington, and I am Bill Knight. Happy Monday to you, sir, and to you too. Hey, boy, there's a lot of things going on, lots and lots of things. Um, but just before the show started, and I do a lot of show prep. I got to tell you this. I do a you were lot doing of show. It yesterday prep. afternoon, yesterday morning. Yeah, Bill, I was looking at stuff and and going through stuff, and I missed a story. And I, I think I missed it because I think they put it out there and then kind of dropped the ball as far as the importance of this story. But
1: my partner, he didn't drop the ball. Tell us about it, Bill. Well, apparently a close ally of Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin has threatened the use of nuclear weapons on the U.S. if it fails in its invasion of the Ukraine. Now, he's also threatening, you know, Britain and, uh, you know, well, they're their enemies. And it's Dmitry uh Med- well, no,
0: Dmitry Medvedev is his name. Yeah, Medveyev, and let me tell you yeah. who he was. Uh for an interim period of time, he was the he was the guy who was in charge of Russia completely. He was the former president of Russia. He's mm-hmm. like right now he's like the second in command. But there was a period of time when Putin stepped aside, I guess for technical reasons because of their politics, and while Putin stepped aside even though he was he Still took over. pulling the strings, Medvedev was the guy who was the the leader of Russia. So for him to come out and say what he said, um, it's mind-boggling. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It, it, right?
1: You know, and you go back in history to what they've done over the several months. They've actually put their nuclear arsenal in place. I mean, back in the spring, they were moving uh, of last year. They were moving their uh, nuclear whistles to. Uh, uh, Belarus and all around, they are positioned to, it's like, like a snake that's coiled up.
0: Yeah. And yeah. It,
1: it's rattling its tail, and here we are aggravating it. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with that snake?
0: Well, I can't believe he even said that. To throw, to throw that out there, although he has said similar things in the past, Medvedev is more hawkish sounding, at least, than Putin. Putin looks controlled compared to Medvedev. And what I think is interesting, you know, they're talking all weekend about uh, Navalny's death. They're, they're making it out to, to be a, a big big thing. And I, to be honest with you, wasn't terribly aware of him, uh, mm-hmm. and as a lot of people weren't. Uh, all of a sudden, he supposedly dies. And we say supposedly because his wife went to see his body, and uh, they wouldn't let her in.
1: So I so mean, do, do mi- they have a body? Is he alive? Is he dead? Is has he been dead for a while? I mean, what's uh, the knows? real story? And you know, they're blaming
0: Putin for his death, and I guess indirectly, no matter what, uh, it's Putin's fault because because Putin had him arrested for trumped up charges and sent him off to this prison in Siberia. Uh, but you know, and he wouldn't have died if if it wasn't for Putin putting him in that prison. But, you know, we don't know whether he was killed through assassination or whether, you know, some guy wanted his brownie on his plate and shanked him. That happens in prison. And uh, so, and like you said, Bill, there, there may not be a, a body of a, a, he may have been dead for a while, or he may not be dead at all.
1: Right. Now, of course, there's a lot of uh, speculation as to, uh, you know, what he was involved with was he an operative of the cia working with the cia i I don't know a lot of things you don't know but you know you got people like lindsey graham out there speculating oh Uh oh, you know you don't sit there and you don't you don't react with your knee and jerk you know because you make a jerk out of yourself you got to you've got to act with uh be you have to be a level-headed guy. Yeah, you've got to yeah. have you got to have your intel and have it right. Hey, thank God, Lindsey Graham be, is
0: not president of the
1: United States. Oh, could you imagine? Oh my God! But you know, well, what are our choices? Biden, you know, or you got uh, well, you got Nikki Haley. that said, oh. you know, uh, the, the election coming up, it's either going to be me or Kamala. Yeah. Well, one God of two women. Is, <laughs> oh, God, well, uh, no, that, that's not what I'm worried about. But no, but no, not she good said that.
0: She said one yeah. of two women yeah. will be president. Me
1: or Kamala. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, God help us if that's true, because Kamala or or Nikki. Oh, well, my they God. actually they actually did a run of the numbers of what how these people poll. You know who won? Who? Kamala. Kamala. I believe in, that. In this, oh, oh, Nikki Haley
0: has uh she's shown herself to be uh a uh, well of uh, untrustworthy i'm just let's just put it at that she promised certain things to president trump and then she just reneged on them for her own uh,
1: her yeah. own i mean she in in the stack up based on numbers she loses the popular vote mm-hmm. she loses the electoral college 276 to 262 it's a democratic landslide if that matchup happens. So the Democrats are going yeah, yeah we'll take that match any day you want to Polly. As a matter of fact, that's why we got to keep Trump out of there because she is indeed their best bet. Hey, I, I heard something interesting
0: fills. before I forget, you know, when I get these momentary, uh, uh, thoughts and memories, uh, I, I, I got to grasp them because at my age, they go in one ear and out the other. But, uh you know uh, uh, Uma Abedin, uh Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton's, Hillary Clinton's uh, aide de camp, as they would say, right, uh, second right. in command. Her close buddy, and other people will say uh, other things, but we won't go there. Well, last uh, this past Saturday, I heard that Hillary Clinton is currently dating. Uh, I guess it's Alex Alexander Soros or Alex Soros, George really? Soros's. Son is dating not Hillary Clinton, aiding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I told well, you, boy, I told you, what, you boy. A, yeah, I, I got you going there, for, rubber, huh? That's yeah. what he said. When he said, really, I thought I I had to screw up, and I did. It's Alex Soros is dating Uma Amadine, Hillary Clinton's aide de camp. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. Whew, man, I'll tell you, it's early, though, folks. You have to understand, and you know, I didn't get much sleep. Um, so, anyway, I, t- I just thought that's interesting that. This guy, with all the resources that he uh, has, and and uh, all of the corruption that is supposedly linked to the the Soros clan, uh, is dating the second in command to Hillary. Well, and Bill, do you think that she's being primed for the presidency, another run? Oh, uh, well, I think? think
1: so. Yeah, I think so. And you know, Hillary's got a motto: "Screw anybody, uh, screw anybody you have to, to screw everybody you want." And <laughs> well.
0: I don't know whether that's her motto or not, but But uh, I know what you're
1: saying. (laughs) Yeah, you know, no, no. But, you know, look at that. You know, I mean, what you're saying there is basically, yeah, yeah, go do that. Yeah, because that could be valuable to us. Yes. And that's what she is doing. So I'm not trying to be crude or anything like that. I'm just saying, let's just look at the book by the cover, and it, it is what it is.
0: Christian Amanpour. Uh, had a street level, and I say street level, it's on the sidewalk, because, you know, they're people of the street. (laughs) That didn't sound right. Uh, Christiane Amanpour had an interview with Hillary Clinton, this weekend. Listen to this.
2: Can Ukraine survive another year? Will the United States step up? And will the United States continue to be uh, a leader of NATO, given uh, former President Trump's recent comments? You know, President Biden said this week, supporting this bill, the one for foreign aid and military aid, is standing up to Putin. Opposing it is uh, playing into Putin's hands. Yes. What? I mean, you're a former senator. (laughs) You know, The Senate came kicking and screaming, but they passed it, but the House hasn't passed it. Where do you think, you know, in the political realm, this is going to go? Well, one thing I know for sure, if this bill from the Senate wherever put on the floor of the House, it would pass. It would pass uh, overwhelmingly. Because the people who are preventing it, starting with the uh, Speaker, uh, Mike Johnson, um, are not doing America's business, they're doing Donald Trump's business. And why is Donald Trump so enamored of Putin? Well, part of it is he's a wannabe dictator. He has told us that repeatedly. He even said the other day, let's uh, basically get out of NATO and, you know, encourage Putin to do what he wants to do. How absurd a statement that is cannot even be, you know, measured um, because you are essentially giving a green light to a murderous, brutal dictator. Nobody who is siding with Trump on this issue would want to live under that kind of regime. I want to ask you, though, you said if it came to the floor of the House, it would pass overwhelmingly. We know that the majority of Americans believe and support NATO, and they, they, they want to support it. But why do you think that, then? Why isn't it coming to the floor of the House? Well, this is one of the great political mysteries of our time, because there are Republicans who feel that they took an both to Donald Trump, not to uh, the United States of America. And I don't say that lightly, but I cannot understand it. There are people I served with in the Senate for eight years who have turned on America in order to uh, curry favor with Trump. I don't recognize these people. Uh, These are people who I... Worked with, that uh, I traveled with, and to hear what's coming out of their mouths now is just shocking to me. So there's something going on in this minority of the Republican members of Congress, particularly in the House, that makes them seem as though they're a member of the Trump cult, not that they took an oath to serve our country and, you know, work on behalf of their constituents. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, Better heads will prevail, and we will get that vote. For those who say this is just Trump in campaign mode... No, that's not true, Christian. You need to listen to him and take him seriously. He is telling us what he wants to do. He wants to be a dictator on day one. He wants to... Uh, round up people because of the way they look. You know, they may or may not be undocumented. It doesn't matter to him. He wants to call out the army to do that. He wants to use, you know, the Insurrection Act to militarize American law enforcement. He has a whole team of right-wing thinkers, so to speak, who are coming up with an agenda called Project 2025. He wants to rid the government of any kind of independent expertise. So, you know, he wants people who will say when he said memorably during COVID, maybe you should inject yourself with bleach. Instead of looking shocked, they'll say, yes, sir, Mr. President. That's what he wants. He wants to bend the government of the United States to his will, just like Vladimir Putin did to Russia.
0: Oh, my God. I I had to hold myself back because I wanted to interrupt so many times. She is one of the most vile liars uh, on the political scene, if she's afraid right now of Donald Trump, it's because uh, maybe some of the inj- the illegal things that she has done historically. Well, maybe there'll be some justice in his administration. See,
1: now, I will say probably not, uh, because she has done so many heinous things that date back into the 90s and beyond, and she has not been held accountable for any of it. She's even bleached bit uh, yep. uh, phones with records, smashed them with a hammer. And yet she walks and squawks still today. I mean, wannabe dictator. She is a dictator. Oh. So is Biden. So she ought to know a dictator when she sees one. Right. Or she can sit there and label somebody something, you know, that they are really, bill, really
0: not. The lie that she said when she said if that bill could just reach the house floor i'm sure it would pass you know she is well, she's a, she's a liar because the polls that i've seen have said that the house the majority is very much aware of the corruption in that bill that bill was it was dead on arrival and not because of mike johnson because it's a
1: lousy bill well she called out uh, you know trump and well saying he's want to be dictator yeah well, a dictator is a person that doesn't care about anybody but their own agenda. Right. Did she not in that statement say, uh, I don't recognize those people because they don't agree with her? Yeah. That is a dictator. Well, she she's more of a dictator than he is. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with those people in the minority. I just don't recognize them. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, Hillary. I mean, why does Donald Hillary- Trump need
0: it? He doesn't need this.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you look at the Republican House, Okay. Now they are the majority, and when you're talking about the ones that don't agree with you, Hillary, you know it's a handful. You know, and so a, 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 a you know a minority group is less than 50 percent. So if you're saying less than 50 percent of the Republicans agree with you, well, I say that more than or. or uh d- disagree with you. More than 50% disagree with you. The majority does, but you have to sit there. If you're a politician, you've got to hear all both sides of the coin. You have to hear from every voice. She just said right there. I, the, I, I, I don't hear them. I don't see them. I ignore them. Why is
0: she afraid? Well, let me tell you folks why she's afraid. Okay. Because, um, a lot of If you ever go to one of her rallies, I haven't, but I've seen a lot of them on television. Nobody's and, uh, there. Well, no, but no, one of Trump's rallies. One of Trump's, oh, sure, rally, yeah. one of Trump's I rallies. Gonna, I thought you said her. I may have said her. I'm glad you picked me up on that. That's why we are such a great team. What, what a team. You know, when yeah, someone um... falls down, the other guy picks them up. Um, but if you ever go to one of Trump's rallies, uh, one of the chants that uh, you, you'll find inevitably at some point in the rally is lock her up. A lot of people in this country, a lot of people, believe that if anybody is dishonest, if anybody is corrupt, if anybody is a criminal, it's not Donald Trump, even though they want you to believe that. It's Hillary Rodham Clinton. If you look back at her her political career, go back to when she was the first lady, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Of Let's say the first lady of Arkansas. You hear about the corruption in Arkansas. They, they called it the Arkansas Mafia back then, okay? Because that administration, the Clinton administration in Arkansas, was doing some pretty shady things even back then. And they put together their team in Arkansas, and they brought a lot of those people with them to Washington and continued doing their shady things, you mean, um, mm-hmm. go ahead, Bill. You you were going to say something. I,
1: no, no, I, no, 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 no. I was I was just thinking, because I, I was in the back of my mind, I'm sitting there going, first lady, mm-hmm. first lady, first lady, married to Bill Clinton, first lady. Yeah, That's kind of a stretch of words when you're talking about yeah. Bill and a first lady. But, you that's know, true. Anyway.
0: Well, maybe she She's was no lady his too, first someone. lady, but that's about it.
1: Uh <laughs> For it, something,
0: but yeah. no lady. It, it, it's sad, though. In this Christiana Amanpour poor. Uh, you know, she talks with this affected uh, accent. You know, and, and and which always sounds to Americans like it's important. Usually, when somebody has an accent of some kind, especially to my friends in England, if you want to do well in the United States, come over and and uh, be proud of your accent because we are enamored. We're, we're in love with the British accent. It gives you automatic. Uh, uh, credibility. Power. Credibility. Exactly right. Credibility. So if you come over here and you want to make points with Americans, uh, just talk a lot and we'll be impressed. Trust me.
1: But it is some of that credibility going out the window due to uh, recent news and history. I mean, well, you, know, you know, we got problems, so do they. I, I still see
0: a lot of commercials on television. They'll always have somebody with a British accent, which I think is, which is, I like the British accent myself, but. Uh, uh, it does add a certain panache to and and polish. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. But Christiana Amanpour is a shill. You know, I, I love that name. It's so appropriate. She's a shill for the left. She she talks as if she's being a neutral observer of what's going on in the world, when in reality, like a lot of other journalists nowadays, she is a promoter of the left agenda. Period. Plain and simple. Perceptions That's what she does. and
1: reality. Perceptions and reality. Yep. It's all a game that yep. they play.
0: Uh, yeah. it, it's sad. It's sad to see what's what's going on. But I do think Hillary, by the way, Bill. I think she's afraid because I think she knows that if Trump gets in this time, there is a chance that she may go to jail.
1: Because well, maybe because, maybe
0: not. Well, I, there is a. I, I hear him talking on some of his. This scares her. I'm sure. He's going to instruct his, he said it this weekend, he's going to instruct his Justice Department to, uh, uh, after he's cleaned the Justice Department up, he's going to instruct them to uh, investigate a number of people who have caused problems in this country and gotten away with it.
1: Here's the problem, though. When he gets in, and I say when he gets in, Mm -hmm. um, the left is still, you know, it's a big cockroach. Uh, in the White House, it oh, occupies, know. takes up a lot of space, and you get just can't stomp on it easily. So it's going to sit there, and all its little baby cockroaches are going to go out there and throw up blockades and protest and uh, riots. All oh, they're 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 not insurrections; they're riots. They are going to do everything to destroy, uh, dismember, or anything they can to disrupt. Yeah, that presidency. There'll and be a, there'll be le-
0: legal uh, suits and stuff like that, and. There'll be challenges here and challenges there. But, you know, the Trump people. He's not taking on a candidate. He's taking on an institution. That's true. Donald Trump and his sons uh, and his daughter, too, for that matter, uh, they are, are intelligent business people. They've made a career out of uh, going into situations. Many times those situations have been damaged or broke, and they've mm-hmm. gone in there and they have fixed them. They have streamlined them, and they got them to work. Now, you may say, wait a second, he already had four years. Why didn't he do it then? Well, if you look at his first four years, he had two and a half years of the best financial growth of any country in the world. I mean, we were back on our feet, and we were headed in the right direction. So what did the left throw at us? They threw at us a pandemic. And I say left because I do believe it came from that side. i got a story coming up in a few seconds that will even point to that. But— it went. Um, it stopped the growth. It stopped the mm-hmm. growth. The pandemic, and then he had another thing he had to deal with. The economy went to hell in a handbasket because of the pandemic, and uh, now, well, you—I know you want to say something. You're—you're you're waving your hand at the camera, and
1: I go ahead. What? No, I'm just—I was pointing my hand, but I will bring up one thing mm-hmm. before because I know where you're going. You're going with disease X coming up, but this will kind of lead into it because I was going to ask you—you've heard of the Breakfast Breakfast Club, up. Uh, a talk show in the morning, Charlemagne, you've heard of Charlemagne, mm-hmm. which uh, probably no friend, but, you know, he, he made a point that Democrats, that people aren't believing the Democrats now, and the Democrats are making a mistake, and Joe, because they've used the same narrative over and over and over, and did I say over again? They are the, there are, the, the Democrat Party is the party that cried wolf one too many times, and that is so true, and, you know, you, you see it in all the news they do. And even with the thing that you want to talk about. Um, well, they, I'll was... do it now.
0: They, they want to lock us down again. See, and, and what, think of what's coming up, right? We mm. have another election. So if yeah. they can get another pandemic. I just was reading, and I haven't got this story, I don't think, but uh, maybe I do. Disease X. Well, Well, there was a ship that oh, was, yeah. it set sail from, I believe, England, a, a cruise ship. And they found a strange, unknown disease on the ship. It did stop for a time, I believe, in Florida. And now the CDC is uh, has been alerted to this strange new disease. And, of course, this weekend, Tedros, you know, I, I, I'm not going to give you his whole name. We'll just call him by his first name, Tedros, the leader of the World Health
3: Organization. Right. He, he told us about this. History teaches us that the next pandemic is a matter of when, not if. It may be caused by an influenza virus, or a new coronavirus, or it may be caused by a new pathogen we don't even know about yet, or what we call disease X. There has been a lot of attention on disease X especially recently, but in fact, it's not a new thing. We first used the term disease X in 2018, it was just the same time I spoke here in this government uh, summit in 2018, and we used disease X as a placeholder for a disease we don't even know about yet, but for which we can nonetheless prepare. COVID-19 was a disease X, a new pathogen causing a new disease. But there will be another disease X, or a disease Y, or a disease Z. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next disease X and the next pandemic. That's World
0: Health Organization Director General Dr. Tedros. Adhanum, gay braces. I think I, I think I got it. Say. Yeah, I think I got it. I think I nailed it. Uh, he spoke at a uh, a conference. I guess it was the World Government Summit, uh, in Dubai over the weekend. Yeah, so there,
1: you know, there is a pandemic out there. It's uh, it's been festering for a while, like a lot of diseases. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of dormant for a long time. And then it it lashes out, and I think you know, COVID was probably the tip of that iceberg. Dematitis, Dematitis is going around. I mean, you know, it um, you get fever with it, uh-huh. you itch with it. Mm-hmm. it. It's 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 very festering. Mm-hmm. It uh, it rots it rots your flesh away. It infects mm-hmm. you. Dematitis, and I I think that uh, it's infected the White House in our political system. Well, and it's now infecting
0: the uh, population. It doesn't surprise me. Have you seen what they've done recently on on the southern border? My God, exactly a big, big pustule down there. I'll tell you that.
1: (laughs) How do we get rid of all the immigrants?
0: You know, we we talked about this before the show started. Uh,
1: I I just asked the question. There is no answer. President Trump
0: is is saying that there's probably around seventeen or eighteen million. I think there's more like twenty or twenty-five million. A lot of gotaways, lots and lots. For every one person we caught, I'll bet you three or four have gotten by us. Uh, it's just the way it is. It's a big border. A lot of places that aren't being, uh, you know, protected. And so, how do we how do we get them back? Um, I I don't know how you take twenty million uh, people and 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 ship them back to their home countries. Are there enough airplanes and enough uh, transportation methods in the world to do so? I mean, what do you do, well, put them on a train?
1: Yeah. See, I don't know, because, you know, normally people that came into the United States wanted to be here. You know, that was the whole idea. We're not talking about slavery or stuff like that and different things like that. But we are talking about, with the progression of history and modern day People, there were ways to come here, and the, the border is open for you to legally cross. But you want to be here, and you adjust to our culture, our you know way of life, you know. And uh, but that didn't. I happen. was just
0: I was just reading this morning about uh, the Venezuelan street gangs that are in Chicago right now. Uh, they can these, give a
1: rat's ass about our culture. Our the,
0: they're life. here for one reason and one reason only: that's to commit crimes. And by the way, they're not yeah. staying. They're not staying just in, in Chicago uh, downtown. Yeah. They're going into the suburbs where the money is. And, and that's because this guy in Washington doesn't give a rat's, you know what, about you and your family. Nothing. All right? He wants to, first of all, take all your guns away so when those, those criminals come into your house or come onto your property, you can't protect yourself. And by the way, if you do protect yourself, you'll get charged. For shooting the poor illegal immigrant who was trying to do away with your family and take your possessions, you know this. This is the way our country is being run right now by that disease that Bill was just talking about. Uh, people who have what was it called? Dematitis. Dematitis. Yes.
1: <laughs> Dematitis. I just made that up on the fly. I'm so sure if you it did. But, it, it's but if it does. it does, It does.
0: We have a a, a terrible situation right now in this country. We have a situation where uh, uh, we're being led by criminals, in my opinion. And you say, how can you say that? How can you say that about the president? Well, you know, aren't you a criminal when you facilitate crime? I mean, if you're somebody who allows people to come across the border illegally, that's one crime. But we can say, well, they're just trying to— They're just trying to get a better life. But let's assume that some are, okay? But still, there are others who are bringing large amounts of drugs into our country, who are trafficking young children into our country, who are, like we just talked about, uh, organizing gangs or reorganizing gangs in major cities in the country and causing uh, an increase in crime, who are attacking our police officers who are killing innocent Americans? Isn't that, on all those crimes on Joe Biden and this administration too? And if that's the case, then aren't they criminals for, for allowing it to happen?
1: Aren't they oh. supposed to protect us? Well, I think they get a certain pass uh, on certain things. Now, Joe did sign an executive order on gun control. Now, it's for our safety and it's for the oh, storage. Yeah. Theoretically, it is for the protection of our weapons that we own and how to secure them and keep them safe and yada yada. Uh, I haven't seen the bill, so I'm sure there's more to it than what meets the eye. But the other thing I thought was interesting, there is a bill of foot that is uh, asking insurance companies, and I guess they're going to do that now, they want to know when you do your home insurance policy, Mm -hmm. you have to declare your guns, the guns that you own, they want to know it's got to be on that list. Well, now, are they going to keep that list private, or does that go to the government? That's number one. Number two, that means that they don't know what America owns in regards to guns. They might guns. They may know some of them, but not all of them. And for the most part, probably 90%, they don't know. So they want you... Kind of like the IRS with the money. How much money did you make so we can tax you for it? Mm. How many guns you own? Do you own so we can come and collect them? Now that we have an inventory list and an address list of where you are and what you got, that's what we want. So, you know, I'm sitting there and going, and you know, it, it, it amazes me
0: the people who commit crimes. They don't. They don't itemize their weapons. They don't no. get them. They don't get them legally. They steal them, or they have them shipped in from other places. They have the uh, numbers filed off, and uh, they are used in crimes and passed around to each other or thrown in rivers. Go ahead. I don't care if that gun is a
1: collectible. They're going to go, it's a gun that can be used. They are going to take it when they feel that they can come in, yeah. march in, and get that gun from you, and they'll do it I no just matter
0: what. I just remember that lawyer and his wife in St. Louis a couple of years ago, I, I don't remember their mm-hmm. name. This guy went out. He had a beautiful home. He had restored it in downtown St. Louis. I mean, it was the size of many public libraries and looked like one, too. And he and his wife, their property was being broken into, uh, their yard, by these uh, protesters who looked like they were coming in to ransack his property. So he had an AR 15 and she had a pistol. Uh, and they go out on the front porch. Uh, and they, they brandished their weapons, and you say, you come any closer, you're going to have a problem, or words to that nature. And he kept them from breaking into his property. So what did the St. Louis district attorney do? Why, he, she filed charges against him for protecting his property. By the way, she was a George Soros-appointed uh, DA who has since, I believe, been removed. I could be wrong, but I think she's been removed from office. But the damage was done. He was made uh, to look like a bad guy and you know, he was the villain.
1: How bad is crime You're going to the, to Hollywood Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. who sold his property out west, moved to New York because he's doing it for a career for himself and his daughters. But he he, would, he felt very uncomfortable. It's in the news, you can look it up. Simple fact is, he said, you know what, these girls got to be able to protect themselves. So he hired Navy SEALs to train them, to at least feel better about his move to New York because he's there on a couple of projects, and they're there for better or worse. But I thought, you know, well, if they brandish
0: a weapon in New York, they're going to be in trouble.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. What are you going to do? Because it's New York too. Yeah, you know, it's it's probably
0: the worst place to go to right now. If I were Sylvester, I might have thought of uh, maybe Texas. You know, weren't they filming that, uh, one of his most recent TV programs uh, down in, uh, I guess it was... Oklahoma, a, up, uh, up uh, in New Oklahoma. Mexico or someplace, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Tulsa King is what it was. Which, by the way, is a real good uh, series. I don't know that they're doing a second season. They should, but uh, who knows? Um, yeah, you never know. But, but we're yeah, talking I mean, about the border, Bill. I want to I play this for you. Uh, sure. Griff Jenkins from Fox News. He mm-hmm. stopped three men, three men who were crossing the border, and eh, I guess they just didn't look Mexican to him. So listen,
1: where are you from? Syria. 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 Ah, what's your name? Milad. Milad. Why'd you come to the U.S.? Uh, why coming to U.S.?
3: No. No English. Okay. Where are you from? From Syria. Syria. English? So so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we uh, we love America, and uh, we need uh, uh, a nice style, a nice life. Yeah. Uh, coming for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice uh, because uh, our country uh, 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 very weird. What's your name? Danny.
1: Danny. Good luck. Thank you. Where are you from? Amer. Syria. Syria? Too? What's your name? Amer. Ahmed. Ahmed? Uh, same question. Why do you come to the U.S.? Uh, Spanish or Arabic, no? uh, Spanish. Where are you from?
0: So there are th- three guys at least who say they're from Syria, who came across the southern border, right? They came for a, a nice life, for jobs. Three men, no family, military age, with kind of a wry smile on their face. We don't really know who these three men are, but we do know they're from Syria. Mm. How do they get to the southern border from Syria? That's not just down the street, okay? There's airplanes involved, there's travel, there's hotels.
1: Taxis, buses.
0: I mean, how in the name of heaven do these three poor immigrants if they just if they were so destitute, if they just used that money they used to travel for their life, they would probably live well for some time. Well, they didn't
1: pay to travel; someone else paid it for them. You know that, and I yep. know that. And we're willing to give them more money. We're doing that now. We're shelling out money to uh, we'll call them the immigrants. You know, uh, but they're getting credit cards with a monthly allowance. They're getting clothing. They're getting food. They're getting jobs. They're getting in some places now. They're they're secretly busing them into rural America and you know, scarfing up properties that should be for rent or sale or renovation. No, they get them.
0: One of my uh, favorite uh, European leaders is a gentleman named uh, Viktor Orban. He's the Mm -hmm. Hungarian prime minister. Uh, He does speak English and speaks it very well, a very articulate man. But uh, over the weekend, he was at a a rally in Hungary, so obviously he spoke in Hungarian, uh, but... I got a copy of the transcript and you'll hear him in the background and you'll hear me do the translation of what he's saying. Listen. We can't interfere in the elections of other countries, but we really want President Donald Trump to return to the White House and make peace here in Eastern Europe. It's time for another Make America Great Again Presidency in America. Okay, that's Viktor Orban with uh, yours truly doing a uh, rudimentary uh, translation of what he was saying. No, I do not speak Hungarian, but uh, I can read. Uh, And he, he said, as the president of Hungary, he endorses Donald Trump and he wants to see it because he'll bring peace to Eastern Europe. You know, and I thought, boy, that, that I, I believe he will, too, by the way. You know, I, I think if someone said to me, uh, said to, over the weekend, well, you know, uh, if you look at the history of that, that region, uh, nobody's going to do it in 24 hours. Because Donald Trump is always saying, I'll do it in 24 hours. You know, first of all, nobody's holding him to the 24 hours. He, mm-hmm. I think what he, he uses that expression to say, it's going to be quick. OK, he's going to start to work the yeah. minute
1: he gets in. That's exactly. within the 24 hour time. Exactly. Frame. If it right. happens in 24 hours, it's a miracle. But the simple fact is when he gets in the office, he's on the job on
0: everything. Yep. And and uh, I think he will be successful in a number of places. You know, money talks and Donald Trump knows money. By the way, you know, that three hundred fifty five million dollar judgment that they threw against him. He, I don't mm-hmm. think he he. He may have to put some money in escrow for a little while, well, but but I think he's going to uh, get around that. I think it'll be it'll be dropped. He's already in the done it. What? He's already done it. No, no, I think the I think the appellate division will rule he, in his favor, and they haven't done it yet. No, well,
1: they may, they may. Uh, I know that they they tried to maneuver so that they wouldn't, but no, the, he's but already the, got an answer to the three hundred fifty million dollars, and, and the news is is up in the air about it because he introduced he's a marketing guy. Right. You gotta remember this. Oh, I know what he's done. So yeah, the gold the golden tennis shoe and now he's got uh, what they call uh sneaker con, which you he, Oh yeah. he's doing a con. No. It's no but convention. what I'm saying what I'm
0: saying is the appellate division yeah. hasn't even ruled on it yet. But the point is I think when all is said and done, if there's fairness in the judicial system anywhere, uh it's gonna be thrown out. I hear everybody saying this is not just about Donald Trump now. It's about anybody who owns real estate in right. uh, who sells real estate in New York. Everybody now who sells real estate is saying, oh, we can't do business here. Because if they can do well, this to Trump, they can do it to me.
1: But what he's proving is, okay, you're taking real estate away from me. You're trying to, uh, you know, to ruin my name. I can make money no matter what you say or do. And that $350 million, yeah, it's going to hurt. But you know what? I'm going to make it back with sneaker con, and I'm going to make it back with the golden the the tennis shoe, and he was actually smart because it's going after somebody. And
0: another thing, Donald Trump owns Truth Social, okay?
1: Oh, and that goes public. Well, with its merger,
0: it just happened. Uh, they just got an approved merger. I know this because I have some stock in it, and mm-hmm. and uh, the stock as soon as this merger went through the the value of the stock shot up. I mean, it just bounced bounced way the heck up. And I can tell you and this is during the worst time, you know, it, it on Friday it was down a little bit because of that stupid ruling. Everything affects everything in Wall Street, okay? But trust me, every this stock is going to be valuable at some point in the not too distant future. And Donald Trump owns a lot of it. He's gonna be so. If you're worried about how is he going to pay three hundred and fifty-five million dollars if he ever has to, he's already got it covered. He's got, like Bill said, he's got it covered. He's not going to use the cash he has on hand. This is cash that he'll, like Bill said, he'll he'll sell it the sneakers. By the way, they well, they really he loves gold.
1: He loves gold, and these well, sneakers the are thing. gold. Uh, yeah, no, and you know, God bless him. I, you know, I I hope that it pans out but you know he's made money they've liked to poo-poo. well he had a wine company it didn't do well no it did well you know he had a tv show it was number one yep as a matter of fact it had board games and all kinds of marketing tentacles and legs to it that did well he made money now if you did something with it after the fact you know when when Trump jumps on board something you got to jump on board am I saying that everything that he does is going to be a winner no i'm not saying that but i'm saying he's got a pretty keen eye for doing things when to get in he knows he knows when to hold him knows knows when to fold him uh, You know
0: Saturday night he had a rally in Michigan after SneakerCon he was, I don't know how he does it he had in the afternoon on Saturday afternoon i guess it was in Philadelphia SneakerCon Which is uh, some, like Bill said, a place where they all show their latest and greatest sneakers. And then he hopped on his airplane, flew out to Waterford, Michigan, and he had a rally. And he said this this is the day after that judgment. I got to tell you, I think it bothered me on Friday more than it bothered Trump. Listen.
4: The decision yesterday in New York, you may have read about it Crooked judge, crooked judge. He's a crooked judge. Where a radical left-wing judge was a lawless and unconstitutional atrocity that sets fire to our laws like no one has ever seen in this country before. That happens in banana republics. It doesn't happen in this country. The case is a complete and total sham. It's a sham case. There were no victims, no defaults, no damages, no complaints, no nothing. There was nothing. The actual bankers who were involved in the loan transactions that were talked about testified at the trial. They said that Donald Trump was a highly sought-after whale. They called me a whale. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if they meant a whale from the standpoint of being a little heavy or a whale because I got a lot of money, but I think they meant the second. But he's a whale of a client. We love him. He's a whale of a client, one of the strongest personal balance sheets that they've ever seen. And he was actually very overqualified for the loan. I didn't even need this loan those banks earned more than 100 million dollars in profits doing business with me and my companies they were very happy and they testified that way the expert witness one of the most respected anywhere in the country anywhere in the united states said that my financial statements were the best that he's ever seen that's not bad the best that he's ever seen This was a case of satisfied banks and insurance companies which made a lot of money dealing with me and a lot of very happy money and good money. Great financial statements, the best really great financial statements that didn't even include the most valuable asset, the Trump brand. Ironclad disclaimer. Do you know what a disclaimer is? We have an ironclad disclaimer that's like buyer beware. It means do your own due diligence. Don't believe what you're reading. It's all good, but don't even believe it. Go out and do your own due diligence. You have to go. You have to do that. We had an unbelievable disclaimer and the amazing properties, some of the best all over the world, and highly under leveraged. We're very under leveraged as a company. I had very little debt, a lot of cash because we built a great company, and you know, unlike these other politicians. I knew it would happen. I didn't think it would be this much, but I knew I would lose a billion or two billion dollars if I was honest running for president and being president. And that's what I lost, maybe a couple of billion dollars. And it was the best, it was the best thing I ever did because we've made our country. We made it great. They've blown it, but we're going to make it greater than ever before.
0: We're going to make it greater than ever before. Now understand something, folks. Mm. Uh, If even if if you're innocent uh, mo- there's a lot of people who even if the judgment was obviously uh, a bad judgment which this was there's a lot of people who would be curled up in the fetal position whether they're guilty or not when a judgment comes down like that you know what i'm saying like it's, oh they did it just cripples them because whether they're guilty or not it's just a terrible thing to happen this guy is out the next day Laughing and having a good old time at this rally, and the crowd is going nuts.
1: Uh, either he knows something we don't know. Well, I think he does. I think he gets back to those documents in Mar a Lago. He also knows. That's true. That's he true. He believes he believes in himself. That yeah, you know what? This is yeah, it's a setback, but it's not one that he can't overcome, and he's over already overcoming it. When it comes to the judgment of Angeron. Yeah, everybody goes, well, why did he stop there? Why didn't he just ban Trump and his family forever and all of that? And somebody broke it down and said, well, the reason that there's two reasons. One is maybe where he did it as a protection thing, thinking the appellate court would go, oh, that that, that was way too vicious. We've got to stop. I'll stop and re- go back and re- they would have thrown it out entirely. Mm-hmm. They're saying that but by the way he did it, It means that they might go, well, well, you know, given the facts, yeah. Okay, we're cool with it. But there's also another thing out there. There was something that happened a while back that Ingeron didn't like in the way of doing business that was totally legal and above board but didn't like. And so this was his way of exacting some revenge. There's a
0: video. Have you seen the video of Ingeron a few years back? He was speaking at one of the colleges in New York. Mm-hmm. And essentially what he was saying was, yeah, I'm a judge and I follow the law, but sometimes I have to uh, adjust the law because it doesn't fit the, exactly. the storyline. This guy is admitted on videotape. Uh, they even asked, uh, uh, what's her name, Elena Haba, uh, I believe Trump's attorney. They asked her, whether they uh, are you going to use that videotape of Angeron uh, making that statement? She said, I don't have to. I got more than enough stuff to... Uh, to defend the president just by the things that he did wrong in this case. Uh, I mean the fact that he he wouldn't allow certain expert witnesses to speak. Uh he wouldn't allow a jury trial which they asked for. Uh he was at every turn he was trying to close the doors on Donald Trump. It was mm-hmm. his like it was like his job. This guy didn't act like a judge. He acted like a gatekeeper and uh He did a lousy job. But, you know, over the weekend at the same rally, I got to play this for you. This is interesting. This is great. Uh, President Trump's there, and he's having a great time on the stage. And he has this thing going with a guy in the front row who's a steel worker, I believe, an auto worker, an auto worker from Detroit. And listen to this.
4: You know, when we do this uh, secret, and you look at the guy, he could rip you apart. Come on up. I like this guy. Come on, come here. Come here. Say so. take, wait, take that thing off. Take that thing off. Look at this guy. Thank you, President Trump. We got your back. The auto workers are going to support this guy like we did in 16, 20. We're going to do it again in 24. Everybody's going to get out and vote. We're going to vote. 85 million of us are going to vote for this guy. They can't cheat enough to beat him. out well. Look, I met him backstage. I liked him. I said, look at these muscles. This guy's got muscles all over the place. I said, what do you do? He said, I'm an auto worker. I said, that's too bad because you're not going to have a job in two years. And he agrees with me, but I want to thank him, and you did a great job. I think he was more effective than I could ever be, actually. Thank you very much. We don't want to see it happen. We want to bring manufacturing back.
0: That's amazing. That was, uh, he brought him up on the stage, and the guy he sounded like the best cheerleader, <laughs> and he—he—he he, uh, what he said was true. We're going to overwhelm the system. Eighty-five million plus votes. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. since
1: uh, Friday, uh, the truckers have gotten together. Oh, I saw it. Oh, they I saw have this. said, you know, screw New York, if that's the way they're going to be. And you know what? New York has itself to blame for some of this with their stupid, dumbass laws. This this judgment would have never come through, yeah. but you don't need a victim or any harm done to anything or any known crime. Th- that is why Engeron was able to sneak through and do what he did, so... You allowed this by the officials you elected and not paying attention to what they were doing. So the truckers are sitting there going, okay, $350 million? We'll show you $350 million. We're not running goods to New York.
0: Think about that for a second. Have you ever—I worked in New York. The city, literally, the life's blood flows through the trucks. The trucks are always driving into the city bringing food, clothing, whatever. Fuel. Fuel. exactly. Uh, all that stuff is coming by truck. And if they stop bringing it into New York, whew, man.
1: You're going to ship it in from China, are you, baby? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, you call uh, call
0: Judge so. Angeron and see whether he can get you some stuff. You know? Get uh, Leticia James, the Attorney General. See whether she can do you uh, any good.
1: Hey, their faces, when Trump wins... They're going to be all over the ballots and all over the signs and footage everywhere. You know, when you Democrats, think about it now. You are the party of whiners. You are the the, the party that cried wolf one too many times. Well, there you go. You're two lackeys there. They're the poster children for what you've But do. the
0: media, because they are, they're not fair. They're not honest. The media will not promote it when Trump gets a reversal. You watch. All over the weekend, it was the the, uh, judgment from Judge Engeron. You watch what happens when it's reversed. If it's reversed, the media is going to be silent for the most part. There'll be the Newsmax and the Fox that'll talk about it. But CNN, MSNBC, News Nation, all these different uh, left leaning uh, cable networks, you won't see headlines, banner headlines in the New York Times that uh, the court was reversed. Nah. It will be crickets,
1: kind of like that lead story we started off with. With uh, what was it, Medvan? Uh, oh my God! The nuclear it, attacks, Bill.
0: That is, I still think about that, and it gives me uh, goosebumps because it is Nobody such a, about it. it is such a dangerous, such a, 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 a dangerous thing for him to have said. But maybe it was prophetic. Maybe they're talking about this back in the conference rooms, in the back rooms uh, in the Kremlin, as being a possible option. Right.
1: Well, I'm surprised that it wasn't in the Gateway Pundit, you know? And, you know, but, and because that is a Republican. And that was from the New York Post,
0: right? You found it in the
1: New York Post? The the New York Post, and it's in Newsweek. It's not a big thing, but it's there. If you look it up, you know, Russia to use nukes on on, uh, Washington if they lose the Ukraine. And boom, there it is. The story is only about 17 hours old now. So it, you know, it, it came about. Late yesterday, you know, when people are going to bed, you know, rubbing the sleep out of their eyes so they can lay down, take their sip of water, take their medicine, go to bed. But, And they can say, yeah, we, we, we addressed that story. No, you didn't. No, you you know, slid it, it, it under the that's, carpet.
0: That's scary that uh, stories like that can be avoided by even certain trusted uh, media sites, you know. Um, I mean,
1: that's one to sound the alarms for. We would have been hiding under school desk when I was a kid. Oh, the alarms yeah. would have been going off.
0: That's true. Uh, Jesse Waters, he ran a segment on Friday. I want to play this for you, too, before the show ends, talking about uh, the dangers of mail-in ballots. Listen to this.
5: There might not be lockdowns this time, but mail-in voting will still be a huge factor. Eight states are mailing ballots to every registered voter on the rolls, even if they didn't ask for one. It's a harvester's dream. Ballots will be floating around the street, the floors, the garbage, the mailboxes. Wanda's and Craig's will be rummaging everywhere and intimidating you if you don't hand it over. The voter rolls are a mess, too. Johnny's grandma and great-grandma should not be getting ballots in the mail. Sadly, they died years ago. In Michigan, a conservative group is suing the state, claiming there's 26,000 dead people on the voter rolls. Michigan mailed every registered voter a ballot application in 2020. That's over 7 million people. The Secretary of State tried to get the case thrown out. Biden judge denied him. We'll keep you updated. But is Michigan going to be sending ballots to dead people? Meanwhile, Wanda the stuffer still walking the streets in Bridgeport. And Craig, who between stuffing ballots, moonlighting for the FBI, is out in Atlantic City. Johnny just talked to him. Craig, but you know that's not right. What's not right? Rigging elections and for,
4: you're you're using, fraudul- using fraudulent ballots. <laughs> People say you've got... I had- have no comment.
5: I would appreciate it if you get up and move away from me. Get out of my one. face. So I have to lay one of you bastards down. <laughs> Prime Time is going to keep covering voter fraud and sloppy elections until every real vote is counted and every stuffer's behind bars. If you have a tip, text us. Hashtag fraud. Mail-ins are here to stay. It's written in the law. Democrats have embraced it. They'll abuse it to win. Republicans need to fight fire with fire. Legally, of course. The only way to win is beating Democrats at their mail-in game. Once you're in power, secure the elections. No more drop boxes. No more mass mail-outs and cameras at every single vote counting station.
0: Okay, I understand that states control state elections, but can't can't the federal government, can't... uh, uh, can Congress say, look at, with regard to federal elections, they must be done in person and with an ID, period. Can't they issue an edict from Washington saying, I know we can't tell you what to do when it comes to state elections. but Because listen to this, uh, Waters wa- warned that eight states already hold elections entirely, entirely with mail-in ballots. The states include, listen to this, California... Colorado, Hawaii, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, and Washington, and the District of Columbia, too. They all hold their elections entirely by mail. I mean, tell me that isn't a recipe for disaster in the 2024 election. But I'm saying while there's time, couldn't they pass a rule, a law in Washington that says with regard to the 2024 election, all... Federal votes must be in
1: person and with an ID. No, they can't. Why? Uh, because you're asking Washington, D.C. to do that? Federal government?
0: I'm talking about legally. I mean, technically, can, they, they technically can.
1: Technically, I, they can. Realistically, they won't because that would be a vote against them, the people that are uh, holding the cards. And
0: uh, Well, they right now know. we control, I say we, uh, the Republicans control the House. You would think that they would have the majority, and something like that would pass the House. And I would think that uh, somebody on the on the left would think that uh, a federal election should be not by mail, you know. But well, they, they, they do. do I they mean, do vote even, lockstep.
1: Even foreign countries sit there and say you cannot do what we're doing, and yet we're. It's a recipe for disaster and for you know the the. the The Democrats talk about their democracy and, you know, dictators taking over. Well, that is your path. That is the path to controlling, taking over, ruining a great thing. They've already, they've done, they've done half the job. They just got to get in uh, this year uh, in the election in November and they can complete the job. And we, we as a nation will probably dissolve in the next term. We
0: talked about uh, this on our weekend update, but uh, I wanted to mention it uh, before the show ends today. Uh, Joe Biden, he finally made good on a promise to visit East Palestine, Ohio. Didn't go well. Uh, He he went there on Friday. Only uh, about a year and three or four days beyond, maybe it was a year and a week or so, beyond uh, the actual event taking place. So he goes there, and uh, the crowd... They lined the streets and booed him and jeered him and held signs up saying, too little, too late. One little girl had a sign that said, don't sniff me. Uh, a lot
1: of kids that had that sign. So <laughs> yes,
0: don't sniff me. I thought that was appropriate. And then when the, he went to make a statement, which, by the way, was seven minutes long. After after a year and a half, you think he would have said something more than what he said. Uh, but while he was there... Uh, the the mayor was behind him, and he was he was dignified. He went out and he said a comment like, uh, "We want to thank uh, President Biden for making good on his uh, long-awaited uh, visit to to uh, East Palestine." He Stay had a little
1: dollar short, sure, he didn't show up. He
0: had a little zing in there. And then, you know, when when uh, there was time for questions, Biden, as he always does, shooed the media out of the room. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, he didn't have anything to say. Just move along quickly. Because I'm sure they would have said, how low? Why did it take you over a year to get here? You know,
1: ground is contaminated. People are buying bottled water yep. because they can't trust the water oh, you system. Know, which, you know, you shouldn't trust it anyway. They said anywhere, to him, anyway.
0: they said Joe, uh, Joe has every intention of drinking the water when he gets there. Did he? No, he did not. But that was that was the press people for Biden uh lying like they always do to try to make him look like he's more than he actually is
1: you know Well he's a clown and you know it's you know hard to sit there you know
0: and put, uh... he'd be laughable if it wasn't for the fact that he has so much uh, so many of our lives rest in his hands right now uh, it's it's a scary situation uh, We have a dangerous guy uh, running the, running the ship of state. And it's not good. It's not good. Well, we should good. be
1: hearing. We should be hearing from um, Supreme Court on the uh, uh, on the case on the I voting case, the, uh, yeah. the
0: Colorado case. Would they want to take him off the ballot? Do you mean? Yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. We should, should be hearing down. on
1: that. But now you know they're raising signatures. The left is. They've got uh, about five hundred thousand signatures of people that don't want Trump on the ballot. You know that amounts to left. Less than one half a percent yeah. of the entire voting population. So if you want to take that number and tout it and hold credibility to it, go ahead, my friend. Because yeah, it means how do you
0: how nothing. do you vet five hundred thousand votes? Think about it. It's all they are. They're a corrupt group of people. I mean, if they if they were the, had no problem stealing the election in twenty twenty four then why would they have a problem with uh, phony signatures on a phony list, uh, on an artificial, uh, you know, what do you call it, uh, petition? We don't know. These are not honest people. And I know there are people out there who don't listen to the show regularly who think, oh, my God, he's a conspiracy theorist. No, no. Uh, You know, there was a time in our country, I remind you, there was a time in our country when you had the right to disagree. You had the right to have a difference of opinion. You had a right to look at the same thing that you looked at and to see it differently than you do. That was honest and legal and even encouraged in our, in our country for generations. It's only within the last couple of years that all of a sudden the left has, has made it almost criminal to challenge that uh, premise that it was a legal uh, election. You know, I mean, they they make it sound like you are some kind of a terrorist by having a difference of opinion. It's nonsense. No, if you are a true American, you can have a difference. Look, at if you're listening to this show and you're a leftist, right off the bat, you have a difference of opinion from us. And good for you. That's okay. We don't care. No. Maybe you'll learn something on this show. Maybe you won't. But, hey, that's okay. We're glad you're here. At least yeah, if listening. you listen
1: to the show, you have a right to comment well, on the show. Well, and, you know, if you bring up a point, actually, oh, well, we didn't see are it that way. Yep. For people I doubt that's that, going to happen, but, uh, but on the same delusional. behalf, yeah. isn't that that's what America answer. is about so that we, with we that said, agree to I'll say one thing. still la vista, baby. We're out of here. you got to wonder, though, what's going to go on. You know, there's a lot of things coming down this week. The Fani case, is she going to get off the hook and go after Trump? It's been proven that. You know, she'd have you believe it was just a misuse of words, misappropriation of funds, or uh, oh, but what, what, she,
0: she had. You know, she still hasn't. She said she used cash to pay her boyfriend.
1: Well, it's because she hoards money.
0: But she hasn't said where the cash came from.
1: Well, she doesn't have to. She doesn't believe. And uh-huh. you know, I I don't know much about the judge that's going over this. If he's going to let her slide or not, you know that she's going to come back. She's proven that she's vindictive. So if he lets you slide and she comes back,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's, it's going to be all hell. Then you still, you've got the Stormy Daniels case coming up. You know, is fourth time going to be the charm? Because it's been thrown out three times, which, you know, it gets me back to the, uh, what do they call that, the double jeopardy rule? I mean, th- this has been yeah, brought yeah. up and, and tossed. Be- they, they, How many they, what they do is
0: they make minor adjustments to their to complaints. And they reintroduce them, right? If they if they lost for this reason, then they make an adjustment to the complaint and they reintroduce the the new complaint, the quote in parentheses, new complaint. But it's not; it's the same old, same old. Their key witness is still Michael Cohen, who's a proven liar. I mean, the guy has, and I'm just saying what uh, based upon what I've seen in the press, what they've they've determined that he's not an honest guy, but yet he's still their star witness.
1: He even had a case that he should have won. It was the case of the young guy, I think it was a Pepsi commercial, where they were talking about, you know, buying the cubes and stuff like that, and you, you know, collect so many things, you can win this fighter jet. You know, it was a tongue-in-cheek commercial, but they put it out there with no disclaimer. And this kid looked at it and said, I know how to do this. So he went and bought the things to get it, and he goes, I got the whatever it was, the million or so, you know, seals that he needed. And they were going, oh, gee, uh, well, you know, that was tongue and cheek. And he hired Cohen to lose the case for him. When everyone said, yeah, he kind of, he's got him by the cojones. Cohen knew how to lose it. He lost so. the case.
0: Good. Uh, by the way, uh, that's about. You have anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap this thing up for uh, a Monday? Mm,
1: no, no, no. We we talked about. Uh, well, there's a lot of things to talk about. But you know what?
0: That's what tomorrow's uh, for.
1: There's always tomorrow, and uh, I don't you, know that you're going to. Go ahead.
0: If you break out into song, I'm going to hang up.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going
0: to break the out song into will come song. Out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you had to break into song. You did
1: it. Not Said me. Sorry. I, I mean, come on. What happy a President's Day, by I, the way. I don't know what got into me. Yeah, yes. it's, it's President's Day, yeah, and you thinking about Biden being the president probably is what made you sick to where oh, you wanted to gosh. do a putrid song in the background. Give me some Pepto-Bismol. Maybe the sun will come out tomorrow. Yeah. We'll wake up and Biden's not president. Uh, hey, if, you want to, wish- uh,
0: if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868. 538 7868 We still haven't got, we got a bashful audience. You know, we found out over the weekend, we have a, nice, sizable streaming audience out there listening to us. Oh, yeah. We that, do have a thank, big stream. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, uh, and we hope you continue to enjoy our show. Uh, 833-538-7868. You can call us. You can leave a message. We'd love to hear you say, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. Say it with some vim and vigor, and if it's really good, we'll put it on the show. But we haven't had also- it yet.
1: No, not yet. You can email it to us, too. It's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, jimandbillatmail.com. And And again, all we are asking you to do, whether you type it or record it and say it, hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here!
0: This is CRN America.